0: everyone, Logan Shin here, and you're listening to Senior Soliloquies. I hope you enjoyed last week's episode with Gaia. This week, we have an equally wonderful guest. Her name is Luna doherty Ryoke. Luna is a artist, musician, dual degree student hailing from Brooklyn. I found our conversation to be really valuable because it centers around the theme of personal growth and development in our conversation. Luna reflects on how she has grown as an artist and gives us her thoughts on her evolving relationship with the art world in the United States in particular. She talks about her development socially, particularly how COVID led her to relearn a lot of social skills that she felt she had lost. And finally, she talks about her future and how she seeks to keep growing and learning through constant experimentation in all facets of her life luna was a wonderful guest and i cannot thank her enough for appearing on this podcast again if you want to appear on senior soliloquies there will be a google form in the description just fill it out and i'll reach out to you as soon as i can anyways i bring to you luna doherty Ryoke. <laughs> Okay, Luna, thank you so much for joining me on Senior Soliloquies.
1: Thank you so much for having me, Logan.
0: Of course. Um, And as with any show, I think we will start with uh, a brief background about yourself. So give me your 30 to 40 second pitch of who you are, where you're from, major (laughs) interests, et cetera, et cetera.
1: Well, I'm Luna. I'm a senior at Tufts University in the dual degree program. I'm getting a BA in anthropology with a focus in technology, media, and religion. Um, and I'm getting my BFA in interdisciplinary art with a focus in paper making, book making, and animation, and drawing.
0: And where do you call home?
1: I'm from New York City. I grew up in Brooklyn, very close to Logan. <laughs> <laughs> I... Yeah, I'm from New York. I went to LaGuardia High School, artist all my life, and I'm out here in Boston.
0: For those who don't know, Luna and I did go to the same high school.
1: Yes, we did.
0: <laughs> she was like the, like the cool, she's a part of the cool art girl squad.
1: Logan was in the boys music group squad, juniors here below me. <laughs> <laughs> that
0: was a great time. Okay, so it's funny, last guest was Gaia, and she was a transfer student. And this was completely unintentional, but uh, this is the second episode running in which we have another transfer student. Why did you transfer?
1: I, going back, I took a year off after high school to reapply to colleges that I wanted to go to. Um, I really wanted to be a like Disney animator when I was a senior high school. Uh, And then I took a year off to reapply. And within that year off, I realized I did not want to do that. And I was just like oh, I don't want to do that anymore. Um, So I went to FIT for one year, which is the Fashion Institute of Technology in New York City. It's uh, a public art school, art college specifically. It's famous for fashion. I was in their fashion illustration to uh, animation program essentially. And I was really frustrated there. I was already kind of frustrated and a little bit aimless, but the program was really harsh like it was very strict and it was very kind of like getting you into the job market orientated which works really well for some students but for me I found that whenever I was questioning things my professors was like if you question things they're going to be a bad illustrator And I was like well maybe I don't want to be an illustrator then um and I was also pretty lonely in New York because all my friends had just left and they were all in college and they were all sophomores in college. And I was alone in New York City for the first time kind of ever in my life. And I had a couple really good friends there, but I it became a very different place than I had grown up in. Um, And I had this moment where I was in my English class and my English class was the only class I wanted to go to. I hated all my other drawing classes. I thought they were kind of boring or that my professors like were being sticks in the mud I was also uh, pretty depressed but I was like oh he's like guys they don't even know what what's up I don't know blah but I had this amazing teacher uh professor Michael Carmen who was older older lady like past anarchist but now kind of like in our like 70s 60s and I loved her class and she was so supportive of me it was the first time I'd ever taken an English class where I was, like... Ex- like, it was one of the first English class where I ever had a female professor. And it was the first English class I ever liked. Like, in high school... Logan knows this, but, like, academics were pretty secondary. It's my education. Like, I really did not care. And she, we had a conversation one day and where she was... I was like, I feel really frustrated here. This is really the only class I like to go to. And she was just like, have you ever thought of... Leaving and, like, pursuing this passion that you have for this content. And I was like, honestly, no, but I'm going to, like, I'm going to think about it. And I thought about it. And I was like, yeah, I should leave. I should go somewhere else. And I should pursue this academic intrigue that I have that I never had growing up.
0: And so you get to Tufts. You're enrolled in the dual degree program. I think sophomore year obviously was difficult for all of us. But did you find that during that first year that intellectual craving was satisfied
1: i did i sophomore transfer year very difficult like for many reasons but the reason i stayed even though it was like really hard socially to be here and felt like i just like thrown myself in it's like a mess and i had no idea what i was doing the reason i stayed was that i felt really academically fulfilled like i felt like really challenged i felt like i was growing i felt like i was like learning how to think, which was like, I don't know, like I knew how to like think in an abstract way before, but like really thinking about thinking and like reading and studying and like what that meant to me and what I wanted that to mean to me in my life was something I was thinking a lot about my sophomore year and was really exciting.
0: What about the art side of Tufts? Obviously art has been a central component to your life. Maybe we can first start off with what does art mean to you?
1: so i have wanted i've like wanted to be an artist in some like abstract capacity so i decided that that was like a thing i was going to pursue like i've been an artist my whole life like as a child but when i was thinking about high schools and what i really wanted to like which direction i wanted to go in, because new york city is crazy and they make you think about that when you're that age i was like oh i want to be an artist like i never thought about a career before but it was the only thing i ever wanted to do with my time It was what I saw myself doing with my time and my future. And so I was like, had a moment where I was like, I'm going to take this seriously and I'm not going to. This isn't like a hobby. This is like a passion. And so I was like, okay, I'm going to go to arts high school. And then I did. And I was like, yep, (laughs) I was right. I love this so much and it's going to be the center of my life. And this isn't super surprising because my mother is a, uh, makeup artist was a fine artist when I was a kid and my dad was like a musician and DJ when I was a kid um so I was always around like and they also both didn't go to college so it was very much kind of like supported in my household and in my life to be an artist and then I went to an arts high school where I don't know if Logan has also had this moment but in a situation like that where art is taken very seriously and it's a very like talked about what you're pursuing in the art specifically and it's even made comfortable to talk about i realized that even in a context of people who like art i am someone who takes it very very seriously and i'm like not kidding around and i just realized that that was kind of unique and it was not something that i should take for granted or lightly
0: what type of art do you make
1: i so i grew up doing a pretty traditional pretty traditional background and training i like painting watercolor drawing ink oil acrylic i got the works um i love animation animation is kind of like my first childhood love animation drawing life drawing specifically um but i think now where i'm at i would call myself more of a mixed media experimental artist i love i love sketching, like sketchbook and sketch art and kind of taking from life and mixing that with narrative elements which fits into many different formats but I'd call myself a narrative-based experimental artist which <laughs>
0: yeah is there anywhere where people can find your art
1: yeah well <laughs> my name is Luna doherty Ryoke you can find my work on my Instagram website that I'm working on that will be up soon
0: all of which will uh, be in the description of the show
1: yeah <laughs> But if you look up my full name, it should come up because I have a heinously long name and it's all connected to my art. So
0: awesome. So you are in the dual degree program. How do you find being an SMFA student?
1: I've known since I was FIT that I'm not someone who necessarily I get very frustrated with institutional art education. I think art school is really awesome in a lot of ways. Like it's really fun to be around so many other artists to meet people that you relate to in ways that like you do not relate to when taken out of the context of art because art is both like a passion a hobby it, it just is like kind of an all-consuming thing in a lot of ways um and i love i love artists and i love art making so it's like fulfilling to find people in that context but i think then arts education has always really frustrated me um especially coming from new york city where a lot of my friends left their colleges left their art institutions and then are still like very successful artists like it it's something where you don't need a degree because you can be an art like an artist is a very abstract term i think for me here the thing that i find most frustrating is i was was reading about this the other day and i wish i could remember the name of the author but unlike i think in the humanities where like you can have a medium teacher who still teaches you a lot i find that a lot of art professors and art classes it's such the extremes like you'll either find an art teacher who's teaching you so much and you connect to so much or it's an art teacher who like takes their teaching and the idea of teaching art very secondary to themselves and i I love artists but i think artists can be very self-centered because there's a, a certain amount of like narcissism people think you need to succeed in the arts which i think is like really disgusting honestly but um I think what I find frustrating in art schools are art teachers who are very posse about young artists and what it means to teach art because they see it as secondary to themselves, which is like an unnecessary hierarchy to make, I think. And then after that, I'm also very critical of art community socializing and the ways that people think, like value coolness Mm -hmm. and uniqueness. And I think coolness and uniqueness are not inherently bad things. But when it becomes a center of community building, I think it can create just some very extreme vapidness, some just like social climbing, pretension, and also kind of just reiterates these like class and race structures that everyone knows are like inherent to arts, art based, art communities aren't socializing in like this capital, in a capital like way but will not talk about it, like will ignore it to just the maximum. And I I get very frustrated um, seeing the ways that art students and people value these really, I think, just like empty things. They become obsessed with this idea of like, how cool can I be? How do I look? How do I be better than every other person? And it's this kind of like selfishness and this... Self-centeredness and this narcissism that is like really propagated in the arts world, but then is not critically reflected on because people think that art is like better and above all that.
0: That's really interesting. I would love to have like a whole other conversation on your philosophy and take on art. So I find it very fascinating. I think other people would probably relate to what you're saying. Logan. <laughs> of course. Let's bring it back to Tufts, though. How would you say your social experience at Tufts has evolved over the three years you've been here?
1: Yeah, well, a lot. (laughs) I was like a really social person in high school and like kind of like a, I don't know, I was like, on student government I just was like trying to do a million gazillion things
0: Luna was art rep
1: I was art rep I worked in galleries I like made it my business to know every single art student and that was really fun and was nice but then this is gonna be really honest I I came out of high school I took gear off I became like I found very like smaller close friends but I was also exposed to kind of like Art gallery world of New York City, and I got very depressed. I became very depressed, and then, for conglomerative reasons, I entered a pretty extreme depressive episode, and it felt like I had been thrown to square one of socializing. Um, and so that was a part of my transferring decision, and I came here, and it felt like I had to relearn my sea legs, but also I just grown up in a way where I didn't want to throw myself into the center of everything I no longer felt like that was actually the safest or even the best way to socialize and I became someone who I I tried to center connection and like a really ephemeral idea like what it means to be connected to a person at all in the center of all my social interactions and for a while that meant that I was felt very isolated because it that takes a while that's not something that just you necessarily always just stumble upon and so my sophomore year here it felt like I was trying to learn how to talk again and try to learn what it meant to be kind to people but also like safe with your heart and like safe with the fact that you're like a little like butterfly or like a little just a little guy And it felt like my junior year, I was learning how to be a person who was both kind to herself, wasn't trying to, like, drown herself in the world, but was also trying to meet people who were really, like, people I was connecting to, and I think I was successful. And now it's like, I'm a senior, I have friends, and I have my close friends, and I don't exist in this like I'm gonna like have a group and I'm gonna I'm gonna really like center everything group and like I'm going to like keep the whole world up on my shoulders and I'm gonna like talk to every single person ever in the whole wide world I think I've become a person who's just like I have people I love and I'm centering them and like giving my understanding as much as possible to the world but also being kind with myself
0: being kind to yourself is very important I think this is a nice segue into my next question. Um, I want you to reflect on the last four years of your life, generally. Obviously, you mentioned the ways in which you've grown socially. I'm wondering, in what other ways do you think you've grown on a personal level?
1: I don't know. I feel as like a. It's kind of a hard question to be like. I've just grown up, but um, I felt like I was very when I was younger. I was very inclined to like box myself into things and box myself into situations and so what I was studying what I was pursuing and I think as I've gotten older I've become very comfortable with unknowing like not knowing maybe what I want or I want to go but kind of like having faith in myself I've become I've grown up in kind of like a comfort in my spirituality and my beliefs I think I've like really grounded myself in like core tenets of my belief systems and my like moral systems and that has like allowed me to pursue things faithfully while also being able to maintain my mental health my physical health and understanding that I'm too old to like isolate myself and I need to like accept love from people and even just like ephemeral things like I love what I do and I love my work and I also receive love from these practices of like studying and writing and reading and drawing and we, like that relationship is something that needs to be maintained faithfully but also with understanding Yeah. so yeah I feel like I've just grown up
0: <laughs> yeah and uh maybe continue to grow up
1: yeah exactly super excited to keep growing up
0: do you have any regrets
1: do I have any regrets I think um we've talked about this before but I am someone who really hates regretting things. Like, I think regrets are, like, the worst, scariest things. Um, which is why I was a transfer student. I was like, I don't want to regret not experimenting with something. So I'll always try the thing that I want to. And even if it messes up or I it gets all muddled or it was a mistake, as a, as long as I'm not regretting trying it, then it's okay. I wish... I wish someone had told younger me not to break my body for art and for um, academia and, like, social or just, like, just this idea of, like, climb the ladder or, like.
0: Like, social gratification?
1: Social gratification, but also, like, academic gratification. Like, I don't necessarily regret my devotion or just even my, like, kind of, like, the body breaking that I did as much as, I don't know, I'm glad I don't do that now. And I think there have been some like physical, like the way I experience fatigue, like the fact that I like don't really know how to exercise, like the learning I have to do about sleeping consistently, eating consistently. I think I wish I'd known that younger.
0: I guess when it comes to finding that balance, um, maybe with respect to art in particular, but with also respect to academics and whatever other endeavors that you take how do you see these things figuring in your life in the future without being at the expense of your well-being
1: i don't know that's a really good and hard question and feels like it's going to be probably a lifelong battle i think especially with art and you must feel this i think especially when you're young you get convinced that you have to break your mind and body and spirits like become this true artist or something even in like academia and like doctors, whatever, doctors, study people, they're like, you have to read a hundred paper and you have to read every single book and you have to like break yourself to be good at something. And I, I don't know, maybe, maybe that's true, but I think in my future, I just hope I find balance and I'm like, and even now, like I, for, I hope I forgive myself for the fact that like I have to sleep and I have to eat and I have to see my friends and I have to see my family and, like that's okay and that's not like it's not a trade-off like I think art and even just like expanding your mind has to exist in tandem with these like very human desires and human things that you need I don't know maybe it's just the eternal like an eternal battle right but I think college specifically can very much like make it feel very
0: extreme do you have any uh, future ambitions or goals? This can be with regards to career or personal.
1: Yeah i <laughs> I really want to be a really good mom. I'm like always in someone who's like I'm gonna have kids, so I really want to be a really good mother. I fingers crossed. I uh, want to be a really good cook. I want to be. I want to be very loving. I want to have like grow like I want to have an amazing community around me. I want to be. Just a really amazing artist too, mm-hmm. is the truth of the matter. I just want to be like the best artist in the whole wide world, but I'm trying to unlearn some of those <laughs> ideas. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> I think I I want to carve out a little space in the world for me. I want to be allowed to experiment for the rest of
0: my life. Experiment in what way? Like what? What do you mean by that?
1: I think we have these ways of defining things in very harsh binaries like this is anthropology and then this is music over there and over there's poetry and this is art over here and then science is way over there like we have these ways of defining these abstract concepts that ex- embed ourselves in our lives in many ways in these really harsh binaries and I think I'm coming to terms with the fact that like also as a musician as an artist as someone who loves anthropology and like Academic, academic rigor and academic writing, and and just even philosophical thinking. Like, however, I live my life. I do not want to constrict my creative process and my creative pursuits in a single binary. Mm-hmm. And I would like to pursue all things fully with experimentation as the center. And I think experimentation is innate when you're trying to build something that is fluid through the binaries we've made culturally.
0: Yeah, I feel like experimentation in of itself is probably like one of the most healthy and fulfilling things you can do. I agree because you're always learning. Yes, you're always making you're always making yourself vulnerable. Yeah, which is really cool.
1: I think experimentation is just like experimentation and curiosity. I think are like the things that push me constantly. Always just want to do the thing that I don't know, and I want to make the thing that I'm not sure about.
0: In concrete terms, and maybe you don't know this. Where would you like your next steps to be?
1: Well, I still got a semester after this. Um, I have EU citizenship, and I would really like to go to Europe and pay taxes there for two years, and then get a cheap master's degree. Nice. Be goaded. <laughs> um, I think I would ideally like to find a visual ethnography program, which kind of fulfills the balance of anthropology and art for me in a lot of ways or an experimental film program. I think that is kind of like a light concrete plan that like is guiding me currently, but should I find something within those two years, I am really okay with kind of pursuing that so that it ends. I don't know, I see myself in Europe. I see myself adventuring for a little while and I see myself just like looking around.
0: All right, last question. whether um, this has been a really enlightening, interesting, thoughtful conversation. Thanks, good. <laughs> if you could choose one song that maybe you would associate these past four years with, or it could just be your favorite song or something you're listening to recently, what would it be and why?
1: The first one that comes to mind is this song, Marry Me Archie by Olves. And I think people are like, what? That's like literally about marriage and love. But... It, one, I found love over college, which was awesome, and, like, not something I was necessarily expecting at all.
0: You want to give this special person a shout-out?
1: Shout-out to Jake DePinto.
0: <laughs> shout-out, Jake.
1: My sexy boyfriend. <laughs> 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 um, but also, I joined a band, which was, like, a huge turning point for me mentally in college. And, like, also shout-out to Future Dilfs, my first college band but the song that made me be like i don't have to do this perfectly but god do i love doing it was singing marry me archie by old Vace. i freaking love that song
0: that's beautiful thanks before we go can you give your band a quick shout out because i think people deserve to know it
1: yes oh my god uh sideways staircase Um, Shout out to Tucker, Sam, Grant, and Maria, my bandmates. We are a cute campus band. Listen to us.
0: What type of of music do you play?
1: Well, we play a bunch of stuff. Um, I like to describe us as girl next door vibes. Mm -hmm. So I think we lean indie rock and rock generally. All of us have like slightly different music tastes. So it just ends up we find the best songs after like mixing them all together
0: that's great um and i will add their instagram Thanks, logan. in the description <laughs> yeah. because people should listen to us yeah everyone should listen to sideways staircase and you should go to their shows because they perform quite often yeah and it's amazing all right luna thank you so much for being on the podcast
1: all right logan thank you for having me love you love you <laughs> Thank <music>